Good afternoon, good morning. Mark Johnson from Loyalty360. Hope everyone's happy, safe, and well. Want to welcome you back to another edition of Loyalty Live. In this series, we have the privilege of speaking with leading agencies, technology partners, and consultants in customer channel and brand loyalty, about the technology trends and best practices that impact uh, the ability of brands to drive unique experiences, enhance engagement, and most importantly, uh, impact customer loyalty. Today, we have the pleasure of speaking with Sarah Pfefferman, Product Marketing Manager, and James Murphy, who's a Senior Manager in the Retail Advisory Group at Salesforce. How are you today? Hello, thanks for having us. Absolutely, thanks Good. for taking the time. Uh, first off, we like to start these on a more personal level. So we'd love to know a little bit more about the, the individuals you're speaking with, what they do, a little bit back, uh, about their background, uh, previous jobs uh, that kind of got them into the customer loyalty industry and obviously your current role at Salesforce. So, uh, and maybe even a fun fact, a passion you have outside of work. So well, let's start with James and then we'll, we'll uh, pop back to Sarah. Yeah, sure. So hello everyone, uh, James Murphy uh, on the retail industry advisory team here at Salesforce. Um, I've been in retail for the last 20 plus years uh, with the majority of my time spent on the in-store customer engagement type of use cases. So point of sale systems, clienteling, the evolution into multi-channel and omni-channel and store fulfillment. And of course, loyalty really spanned, you know, a lot of that, uh, of that time as well as, as the store began, uh, became, you know, connected with online. Um, so yes, uh, focused on here at the, as a retail industry advisor here at Salesforce, um, loyalty has been one of my, my focus areas that I've been really tracking the last couple of years. Um, really the key uh, value that we bring is like, we're helping retailers and brands, try to del deliver an omni-channel, uh, you know, customer experience. So I grew up in the Pacific Northwest in Spokane, Washington area. I currently live in Utah, um, where, like I mentioned, it's already snowing in the hills the last couple of days. Uh, the fall colors are in full effect, so it's time to do that scenic Sunday afternoon drive. Um, and fun fact about me, um, I love fly fishing. Uh, so that's definitely one of the passions that I have. So That's awesome. Sarah? Cool. Thank you. Um, I'm Sarah Pfefferman. I've been in marketing for the last 10 or so years, five of which at Salesforce. I am currently on the product marketing team at Salesforce on the marketing cloud, and I'm specifically focusing on loyalty management. So very excited to be here with James to talk to everybody today. Um, let's see, fun fact for me, I recently moved to Sausalito, so just over the bridge in San Francisco. And with my move, I picked up a paddleboard, find myself a Paddleboarding any day. It's not too windy out here. So loving uh, Sausalito life. That's awesome. For those who may not be familiar with how Salesforce supports brands, customer loyalty efforts, can you give us a brief overview of what you got to do, how you do it, a little bit of the technology in the process? Uh, would definitely love to know more. Yep. Let me take this one. So loyalty management is Salesforce's in-house loyalty solution, and it is built directly onto our core platform. So the way we look at it is it all starts with data and we view loyalty as one of the best ways to bring in quality, relevant and actionable zero and first party data into your Salesforce ecosystem. So with your data all in one place, you're able to create a consistent view of each member with loyalty connected to the wider customer experience, which at Salesforce, we call this the customer 360. So we're able to deliver consistency for customers across every single touch point across the full customer lifecycle, whether it be their service or their commerce, et cetera. 
This also enables brands to deliver modern loyalty programs with your data in one place. So it's beyond that standard earn and burn model. So you can create personalized programs at scale based on what your customer preferences are, which is what our customers are asking for. And then the final thing is you're able to use this data to drive the most impact for your programs with predictive insights and dashboards built in that help our customers improve their program performance, drive overall customer lifetime value, and really help them prove out their ROI. And when we talk industries, the great thing about this is that we have industry-specific out-of-the-box templates that help our customers get up and running fast. So we've seen so many use cases outside of that standard B2C retail use case that we all know and love. So I'm really excited about our loyalty management solution. Well, so, kind of, it's like I started ahead. three and a half years ago. Um, so I started three and a half years ago. And when I got here, I was you know familiar with Salesforce and CRM and everything. But I was shocked to learn that we couldn't set up and define loyalty programs natively within the solution. Um, to my surprise, within like a couple of months of, of, uh, of landing here, I heard that we were actually bringing one to market. Uh, and I latched onto that and definitely became part of that initial launch, which actually was about three years ago um, right now, um, where we launched, we're almost at our three-year anniversary of launching it just after NRF. Um, so definitely excited uh, to, to be a part of that and uh, to be able to leverage the power of that world's number one CRM to deliver these connected loyalty experiences. That, that's awesome. So when you look uh, at uh, restaurants, CPG, B2B, uh, there's a, they may not be as all, always as advanced per se as retail programs. You know, when you look at the, the, the evolution where they are, how are they looking at customer loyalty to transform, you know, their audience, transform their engagement with their customers uh, in, in, the, in kind of these newer industries? Um, it's been really fun tracking just how loyalty has been so top of mind the last couple of years, mainly in the role it plays in the kind of the race to, uh, to first party data and, you know, this cookie-less future and so forth. So I think that was a driving factor of why so many different companies kind of launched or reimagined programs recently. Um, but what I've loved really seeing is the blending of things that have been working amazingly in one industry are, are, trans, are transferring or influencing other industries. Um, elements such, you know, things that have been table stakes in like travel and hospitality and fintech, uh, like around the partnerships and collaborations and team-ups or marketplace exchanges where I can bank all these points and then I can turn them into a dining coupon or concert tickets or whatever that might be, are actually some of the top ways that retail programs have been evolving, you know, taking something that has been very table stakes over there. But it's also going the other direction too. Um, amazing elements from retail and brand type of strategies are also now uh, showing up across to other industries. Um, I think of telco and, you know, you have some of the biggest ones out there, uh, even Comcast and Xfinity that launched a rewards program this year that you can uh, start to earn, you know, free, uh, you know, free tickets to uh, some of the streaming uh, movies that there's that are still in the theater or uh, discounted subscriptions. Or uh, if you want to go mobile, you get access to the to the new iPhone 15 at a discounted rate. Um, you're also seeing media. Uh, one of my favorites is Outside Plus. That's kind of aligns with the, the fly fishing angle that I shared about. Um, but Outside that really collaborated all these magazines together into a single ecosystem 
plus with access to the digital versions of those to, to, to read on your iPad. But then they they latch that into this whole streamable content uh, and community as in addition to partnerships and other things. So it's now this one one stop shop that has access to this lifestyle li- lifestyle uh, types of activity to help you get outdoors and really enjoy that. Um, and it doesn't stop there. We've seen automotive really come into the equation uh, with um, loyalty and rewards and subscriptions showing up there. Um, FinTech. I think of like a rocket mortgage and what they've done with gamified learning and education. So if you're comparing the 15 year mortgage versus the 30, you can actually start to earn points or dollars that you can bring towards closing costs uh, that are showing up. And I think that gamification and and the personalization and and experiential is really starting to to show up in so many different industries today. Okay. Excellent. And I'll just, I'll just chime in really quickly on that. James and I are on the heels of Dreamforce, which is our big customer event that happened a couple weeks ago here in San Francisco. That's why we're so fired up right now. But we got to speak to so many different customers and so many different industries. And what was really exciting to see is the different complexities and nuances in omni-channel, omni-currency, omni-language, and how they're able to solve some of these bigger problems, whether it be a nuance that a, a, a technology that a com- that a customer is struggling to get and how they're able to solve that with our platform and with our technology and data. So we're really excited about um, what, who we got to speak to and it was, it was great. That's awesome. Uh, a big discussion right now we have within our community, I'm sure you see it as well. You know, marketers uh, are trying to understand the customers, their customer expectations are changing, evolving. I mean, the, the need to meet them in the channel with the right content and relevancy uh, is, is very important. You know, when you look at how customers are changing, changing more holistically, especially with privacy and, and other areas, you know, how do you envision the future of customer loyalty programs in, in, in various industries, uh, considering different technologies? You know, how, how can customer loyalty at its core be leveraged to you know, address customer expectations? I, I think loyalty is really a connective tissue into that customer experience. It, it, that's why I love it so much is it touches and connects so many parts of the, of the enterprise for marketing, commerce, service. Um, some of the, like the top messages that we've been saying lately about the future of loyalty is that loyalty starts with knowing your customer and understanding your customer. Um, so it starts with data. And we know that consumers are more tech savvy than ever before. They're on more channels than ever before. Data is being generated at, at a rate that's going to double by 2026. Um, it's it's absolutely crazy. So the first thing that we've really been doing, in addition to having the C360 that, that uh, Sarah already mentioned, is we want to make it easier, faster for companies to be able to connect all this disparate data into a unified, actionable profile that they can use more quickly, more cost-effectively so that they can activate and harmonize that information and then deliver connected experiences on top of that. So CDP, Salesforce Data Cloud plays a major part in kind of this future state of of loyalty, which is loyalty of the future is connected. It's data-driven. It's powered by insights and automation and all of that. Uh, So once you have that holistic view and you have the data in an actionable single place, um, that's where we're really looking at the power of AI and ML to uh, to do a couple of things. It's to drive that automation and efficiencies. Companies are doing ha- needing to do more with less with smaller teams. So automate as absolutely much as possible um, to really just take a lot of that management over overhead uh, out of the out of the equation. But then AI has a major role to play in personalization 
in relevancy, in the timeliness of those benefits and perks and things that come out. It needs to really matter in the moment for that customer. So as I look at the future, it needs to have that be powered by data. It needs to be AI generated. It needs to be data driven, uh, but it, then it needs to be connected across all the channels. It needs to tie marketing. It's not just marketing's problem anymore. It's not just the store point of sale or e-commerce. Uh, it's ensuring that that membership experience or loyalty experience is connected across all those touch points. Uh, and then there's some really fun things coming with like Web3. So it needs to, it's not only connecting that experience across Web2 world, which we primarily live in today, but how do we now deliver a connected experience into future state Web3 blockchain, NFT, and some other really cool innovations that we're seeing with companies like Starbucks Odyssey and others that are really starting to push the envelope on where that future state could go. So uh, it's uh, there's never a dull moment. There's always new new ways and things that are coming up. Um, but I, I really think the future of loyalty is that connected data-driven experience. Excellent. Uh, and when you look at brands who are you know, proactively you know, leveraging and engaging their customer loyalty members and to use it to shape you know, marketing efforts. Uh, you talk about CDP and just getting kind of actionability on the disparate data sets. You know, programs have evolved considerably. So how can brands you know, leverage the loyalty program in a way that you know, shapes consumer reactions, but also impacts other areas within the organization? Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of ways. I I was able to present with uh, with Shoe Carnival uh, a couple of weeks ago at, at Dreamforce, and one of the things I loved hearing from them about what they're looking at as far as their future state. They just relaunched their Shoe Perks program, and they're really focusing on on pulling in the voice of the customer, feedback, sentiment into that overall strategy, so that they know exactly that that the service agent that's working with this customer that called in knows um, who they're talking to, knows what loyalty tier they're on and their lifetime value and so forth. But they also know what else is going on holistically in that, in that customer's world, whether an order was late, whether they're struggling with an exchange, whether they provided some feedback or reviews um, and they they're able to do something with that. Um, so I think it, it's really about, yeah, back to that knowing and understanding but be sure that you're pulling into the voice of the customer into that overall engagement so that you can deliver that proactive service uh, or surprise and delight moment that might actually help them remain true because customers are abandoning. They are changing brands more quickly. Loyalty is up for grabs right now. And it's not just about bad service. It's about a lot of other reasons, but um, whatever they can do to deliver that white glove service experience, I think is very important. That's awesome. Sarah, any thoughts? Yeah, I would just add to that from the service perspective. It's also giving agents the ability to use service as a way to or, or use loyalty as a way to service their customers. For instance, you're able to give points in a, in a situation and only when your data is connected on the back end are you able to do that successfully. Okay, excellent. Uh, many brands right now are locked in long-term contracts uh, with the technology that may or may not work. They're looking to either add functionality, add technology, or, you know, uh, change their program in a way kind of, some of them obviously have some pretty restricted covenants uh, or technology that doesn't allow that. You know, when you look at uh, a piece or two of advice that you could give a brand to adapt, innovate, their customer loyalty program, customer loyalty processes, you know, are, are there quick wins a brand should consider or implement to enhance their current program? 
Sarah, Do you want me to go off? first? Yeah, okay, sure. I'll go first here. Um, one thing that uh, we walked away, especially from Dreamforce, like I already mentioned, was is really to take time as a company to define not only your customer goals, but your company goals and really build your program around that. And loyalty might look a lot different for what you're doing versus somebody in the exact same industry or someone in a very different industry. So really figuring out what loyalty means for you and building your program around that, I think could be a quick win. Um, you know, when, and when you think about what makes you as a consumer drive by drip, what makes you as a consumer react to a loyalty? If it's free shipping, if it's something that's outside of points, there's more you can be offering and thinking about holistically. So building a program and really just setting up that conversation internally, whether your data and your systems and your whatnot aren't there yet, you can have that conversation and build a North Star to what you're working towards. Okay. Yeah. And I love that. that. It definitely starts with, yeah, knowing that persona. Who are you building this for? What are the key goals? Like, why are you launching a rewards or, or loyalty program and having that knowledge? And then I think that the, the piece of advice that I would say is start simple. There are so many ways that loyalty can show up today, some really amazing different things, um, but they don't need to do everything out of the gate. Uh, modern loyalty program management solutions need to be able to to be a little bit more market agile, to be able to react to things that are happening. And I think retailers you know, are so used to kind of the old way where it was very rigid and set it and forget it, where now they have the, the opportunity to try out new things, um, to start with an MVP or a minimum viable, uh, uh, like a minimum viable program, uh, which I think the first thing would be like to deliver that connected experience and then they can start to add on additional elements uh, and different perks and rewards and partnerships and experiences and emotional things on top of that. But it doesn't need to be fully baked uh, to go live. They can continue to evolve and iterate this over time. Absolutely. And last question, do you have any uh, closing thoughts or advice for brands, uh, again, who may be looking to do something unique or you know, maybe even what are some initial uh, additional initiatives that you are working on at Salesforce uh, and for the reigner 23 and into 24? I'm going to go first, James, um, if that's okay. And I'm going to give a quick nod to referral marketing. We did announce this at Dreamforce and it's launching in our winter release. Um, this is a, in what referral marketing is, if you don't know, but it's a way for brand advocates to invite their network to get a reward and both get rewarded. Um, so whether you have a robust loyalty program and you want to add this on or you want to bring this into your Salesforce portfolio, you can do that coming soon. Or if you don't have a loyalty program and you just want to start to dip your toes in, this is a great way to do that, to start surfacing some of your top brand advocates and starting start to get them to talking about your brand. So I'm um, really excited about this, which is going to be launching, like I said, in the next month or so. So um, keep following along with us for more information. We should have uh, some, some more information on our website in, in a month or two. So Excellent. James, any last thoughts? Yeah, what she said. I, I, I'm very excited about <laughs> referral marketing as well. I think refer a friend programs are showing back up in a big way today. Um, there's a lot of exciting things on the roadmap. You know, you're going to continue to see yeah, the role that AI can play uh, in loyalty and program management and in promotions and benefits and perks and all sorts of things like that. So uh, that's what I'm really, really most uh, excited about. So piece of advice I would just say is reach out. You don't have to know 
what it needs to be. There's there's companies like all of us on this phone call today that would love to have that conversation and talk about loyalty and what it could be and provide examples of how it's showing up and to just get that conversation going. And then like ourselves and our, our partnerships and our whole ecosystem can help them really define what that future state needs to look like to meet their North Star and to meet the expectations of the of their key personas and so forth. So yeah, reach out. Let's talk. We would love to. Excellent. Uh, and now we have uh, the fun part of the interview. Uh, we have our quick fire questions. So James, we're going to kind of throw these at you. Uh, first off, what is your favorite word? Casual. What is your uh, least favorite word? Anxious. Interesting. What excites you? New technology and innovation. What do you find tiresome? Politics. Uh, what profession other than the one you were currently in would you uh, like to attempt? Uh, angel investing in VC. Okay. What profession would you avoid? Telemarketing. <laughs> okay. Who inspired you to become the person you are today? Uh, my father. Uh, what do you typically think about at the end of the day? Family, retirement, and probably fly fishing as well. Okay. And how do you want to be remembered by your friends and family? Uh, hopefully personally and fondly um, and just genuine and, and, and loyal. That's that's awesome. Okay, great. What an answer. I, I no, that's, that's good. That's good. I like that. Uh, so uh, good to wrap that up. Great quick fire uh, responses. And also thanks to both of you for taking the time to talk with us today to talk about some things you're seeing in the industry. It, it's great to have, uh, you know, beacons like yourself uh, who are kind of leading the, the, the charge pertaining customer loyalty and, and uh, hopefully uh, we continue to work together to, to elevate the discussion because it's uh, a very interesting time to be in the industry for sure. So thank you. Yeah. And thank you for having us and for all the amazing loyalty uh, work that you're doing. So I'm a big fan. So this was a, a pleasure to be here today. So. Absolutely. Uh, thank you everyone else for taking the time to listen today. Make sure you join us back for another edition of Loyalty Live and uh, look forward to talking to you soon. Thanks.